Hello, everybody. Today is December 11th. Welcome to the Talking Games Podcast. My name is Rob Newmeyer, and I'm here with some of my fine-feathered friends, <laughs> Miss Jackie Turner. Hello. Mr. Stephen Say. Hi. And Mr. Justin Townsend. Hey there. How's it going, everybody? Good. Good. Fantastic. Fa-la-la-la-la. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so we, we've had two lovely full days of rain at this point. It's freezing out. And I want it to end right now. Dude, the rain is... At least it's not snow. No, it's snowing now. Well, it's sleeting. Well, no. By the time we get out of here, it will be full-fledged snow. That's great. And the ground is already fully saturated, so this stuff is going to stick, and it's going to suck. Someone's going ice skating tonight. Tomorrow is going to be the worst. I feel bad for people that need need to commute. Hi. I need to commute. (laughs) Drive safe. It's actually sucks because uh by my job all the roads around my job just were made terribly and uh-huh. when it rains normally there's flooding like all the streets get flooded and people's cars get caught all of the time so i have a honda element and i'm like well that's i can i can i can make it through this and i always do and yesterday i would i went through a deep puddle and i was halfway through i was like this may have been a mistake and luckily i made it out the other side and it's not stopped raining so getting to work today and leaving work was like I, I left my boat pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it, it would have been fine if it didn't already rain on Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, like, just primed the ground to be perfect for rain not to mm-hmm. get sucked up by the ground. Snow, I can't deal with snow. I must admit, when it snows, I just stay in. I do not go anywhere. <laughs> Does your street get plowed? No. Okay, <laughs> I figured as much. Yeah, my street does not get plowed. It's a tiny little dead end. does not get plowed. However, rain I can do. Being English, rain, not a problem. You give me a two-foot puddle, mm. I'll stick it in first and plow through that thing. It takes days I'm to good. get my, my thing plowed. Oh, you're, yeah, you're terrible too. Yeah. Well, yeah. by your, your place. You're well, all hills and... Well, I'm in that, I'm in that driveway because I live uh-huh. above a storefront. So, you know, like that's an industrial driveway that it's, somebody has to come and plow it out. It's too big to dig yourself out. It's impossible. I've tried to do it. I almost died. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, it, 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 all it takes is that one little bit because it, there's that slight incline when you're leaving the driveway that if you get, like, if you don't ramp it up and you can't pitch yourself into the road cause you'll, that's it for you. Um, yeah, it's a terrible situation. That I, I, yeah. But it's funny. Don't you find every year people have like some kind of short term memory loss because the very first time it snows, everyone's on Facebook and calling each other like, oh my God, look, it's so pretty. Oh, it's snowing. Yep. And then after the first time, you're like, oh, now I remember why I hate this shit. You plow out and you're like, oh, it's horrible. Uh-huh. Yeah, but well, I'm thankful and lucky that the guy across the street from me has a plow. Mm-hmm. So he always makes it like his mission to get everyone around him plowed out. Like nice. the guy across the street, like next to him has a very long driveway so he'll mm-hmm. just take his truck 
and drive straight down his driveway, which is huge. That's awesome. He'll he'll do yeah. one of our driveways, which is huge because that would normally take an hour to shovel out. Mm-hmm. You know, he does his stuff and then the house directly next to us. So the four of us will chip in and always buy him like a case of beer or something. That's really nice. Yeah, my mom's <laughs> got one of those situations with her uh, neighbor next door. So um, yeah, it's pretty sweet for people. It's that making have me feel cold. <laughs> so, what did everyone do this week? Anything interesting? Yes. What What you do? I went walking through a field in the rain. Ah. And, uh, cut down a living tree. Yeah, no, this tree in the name is of Christmas. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> That's the first thing I said when I walked in. Yeah. It was screaming for mercy, but we took a hacksaw to it. It's dead now. Uh huh. In a pot in the corner. Yeah, we picked ours up it. too. We didn't <laughs> we didn't cut it down fresh, but it was fun. It was, but ours know. is up. Do yeah. you put anything up, Steve? I at have all, like a little one every year. No, for the past uh, the past two years, I do not. I haven't had a Christmas tree. I have a suit of armor in my living room, <laughs> and I wrap the suit of armor in like multicolored lights and uh-huh. uh, just let him kind of chill and be festive. And uh, if I'm so inclined, I often put a Santa Claus hat. On top of the set. That's awesome. Uh, what did I do this weekend? This weekend was crazy. Um, I have nephews that live over in Connecticut, and my brother lives in Connecticut. Uh, they're a big soccer family, so they happen to be on Long Island for a tournament for one of them. So I, I got to drive out to Huntington, which is like 30, 35 minutes yeah. or so. Uh, Saturday, both Saturday and Sunday, there were games. Now, Saturday, it was pouring the whole day. So, to be out in the rain for two games was... Were you standing around with an umbrella? Uh, th- they actually had little tents set up, so that was cool. Okay. Um, so, they won both of their games that day. And then on Sunday, nice. it, it had stopped raining, thank God, but it was freezing out. So, you know, they if they won their first game, they mm-hmm. would have been in the finals. So, they won their first game, they were in the finals. And then they wound up winning in the finals in overtime. Uh on a penalty kick the other team kind of got a handball in the penalty in the like the penalty area so it was an automatic penalty kick and that ended the game damn so very exciting very uh, cool. proud of them so that was cool that's awesome yeah mm-hmm. um bronwyn's uh hockey team won their game last night and she scored the winning goal nice. really yeah nice yeah so that was pretty sweet yeah, she was texting me up a storm. She's like, oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> you got to tell her to have someone like videotape one of those games. And, I should do it. And get it down to, to us. Yeah, I, I would should love do it to the watch. next time. She's fast, man. Uh-huh. She's fast. She's crazy. Is she defense? Does yeah. She, yeah? Yeah, she's all over the place when she's out there. And she's the one on the team that's cheering on and yelling even when she's like in the box waiting to go back out. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, she turns into an animal when it comes to, to her sports stuff. It's awesome. Nice. Justin? I had an okay weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what I did for most of it. <laughs> the, the days just all sounds blur like together. Time. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Once have, again, sounds yeah. like an awesome weekend yeah. to me. I did have a uh, a date day on Sunday with my wife. My parents ended up watching our son, and we went shopping for Jorah. Nice. <laughs> that's, that's what we do on our dates. What'd you get? We got, got, got them clothes and toys and stuff. It's like... <laughs> We really need to work on how this is supposed to go. But yes. we ended up seeing a movie. We saw The Hunger Games. Oh, was um, it? oh I forgot that's out, huh? It was good. It was the best one. Really? Yeah, mm. definitely the best one. Mm. Uh, they, I, I hate when they take those movies and split them into two. Yeah, and that's the weakest uh, book. Uh, so it's funny. That <laughs> that's it the new thing. Good. It's going to happen with everything, everything now. Yeah. It's ridiculous. 
Um, How many Fifty Shades of Grey do you think there's going to be? Uh, like a 14, oh probably. God. <laughs> One for each chapter. <laughs> um, did anyone actually read that book? No. no. It's really bad. No. Okay. Really bad. I've I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did want to mention something uh, just just briefly. Um, I just got a text message from Hugh, and he said that he wishes that he was here. Our, our buddy Hugh is going through kind of a rough time Excuse right me. now. Sorry. Uh, so we just wanted to say that you know we love you, Hugh. Um, we he's do. he is the mm-hmm. best. Um, so everyone, reach out to Hugh on Twitter. It's h underscore paz, and just send that guy some some uh, good wishes. Yes, uh-huh. we love you, Hugh. We miss yes, you. Yes, sir. Um. Okay. So. That was our, our fun, rainy, nasty week. <laughs> Anyone play anything? Let's start with you, Justin. I played some stuff. What'd you play? Um, I played a little bit of Grand Theft Auto. I'm mm-hmm. going to have more impressions of that next week. Cool. Um, I played some Destiny. We'll talk about that uh, once uh, once we get a little bit more time with the, uh, the Dark Below. What I did play um, was some Plants vs. Zombies Garden, War- <laughs> uh, Garden Warfare. Uh-huh. Now, why? Well... Uh, it was free this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, EA, um, there was this big PlayStation conference uh, this past weekend, and it was the 20th anniversary of PlayStation. So EA, as a like, hey, congratulations, they decided to give out three free games, one for each platform, the Vita, PS3, and the PS4. And the Vita version was like a Need for Speed game from a couple of years ago. Uh, the PS3 version was Mirror's Edge, which I would have loved to have played if my PS3. Oh yeah. I, to play it, I have to probably <laughs> put it in back, the in the yeah, yeah. back in the oven. Yeah, back in the oven. And the PS4 version was this game, Plants vs. Uh, Zombies: Garden Warfare. And I thought that title when they announced it was terrific. Uh, it was now it, that game was announced not last E3, the E3 before. And uh, I'd never played any Plants vs. Zombies game. I played it on my iPad. Yeah, and that's liked. that's where the game obviously gets to start. But I've Never really had any interest in those. So my buddy Eric um, loves those games. And when Garden Warfare came out, I think it was originally an Xbox uh, exclusive. And that's where he played it. He played it on Xbox One. And he was like, this game is really fun. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just too many many other things to play. I'm not really in the mood to play it. So it was free. And for me, free is like, well, I'm just going to download it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So it was free for two days, and I downloaded it. And I was like, yeah, what the hell? Uh, Give it a shot. And so uh, me and... Uh, one of our listeners, Nick, uh, gave it a shot together, and holy crap, that game is fun. <laughs> now, it's good, right? It's it's kind of like objective based, where you pick a class. So uh, here's the thing uh, about the game: it splits itself into two ways. So uh, while it was downloading, um, I guess because the servers were getting hammered so hard, like even though it fully downloaded, it had to reinstall on my system. So like Nick didn't get this problem, but it like put me in a loading screen where I could choose all of the characters and like kind of like just roam around an open sandbox while the game installs. And anytime you could hit start and swap characters. So there's four characters for the plants. There's this like chomping plant. Uh, there is a cactus that shoots lasers. Uh, he's like the sniper class. And they all have second abilities. So like the chomper guy can like burrow under the ground and like come up underneath people. The, la- uh, the cactus can shoot a laser like a sniper and can also put down these potato mines so he could protect himself. There's a sunflower who shoots this like kind of like a um, uh, SMG type. These little pellets, or no, he shoots a like a stronger shot. No, he shoots the the, the, the little fast things. One. Yeah, the peapod one shoots the, the the other ones. So he can all the, the sunflower class is the healer class. So he heals everybody else. And then there's this little plant uh, 
and he shoots these slow shots and mm-hmm. can also throw out this chili that acts like a grenade and the chili just kind of rolls on the ground and goes <laughs> chili so it's a, like a chili what's a chili like, like a chili a, pepper chili pepper yeah oh you think I'm, like a bowl like, of chili like, yeah like bowls of like cooking chili i'm like what the hell is happening in this game now <laughs> so uh, when i finally got into the game it was like uh, you can choose to do pvp so you could be on the plant side or the zombie side but because i was unfamiliar with the controls and everything there's this objective where it's like okay we have a garden and we need to protect it from waves and waves of zombies it's kind of like a horde mode and or a firefight uh and so you Pick where you want your garden to be planted. And now uh, you have um, – everybody has, like, these bonuses that they could put into these potted plants. And the bonuses could be a little plant that shoots out, like, a Gatling gun or a plant that does healing or a plant that does, like, mortar shots. And this is all, like, very comical and cartoony. And so you have a limited amount of those. And so you plant them as a group of four people and you try and survive 10 waves of zombies and there's all different types of zombies one that goes is down there one with the traffic cone on his head yeah there's one with oh, the traffic cone annoying. there's ones that are in <laughs> coffins that come running yes. at you and the coffins take like 20 minutes to break it yep. feels like yeah football, players. football players yeah, the football players uh, <laughs> okay. so they're all coming and then um for every like headshot you do or for destroying a zombie or for one of your plot like one of your potted plants doing something you're getting these coins and at wave five, you face three bosses, and it comes up as a like, um, like an arcade machine, and it, it just keeps spinning until you know it's like okay, you're facing a yeti, and then you're facing like a Dracula zombie, and then you're facing um, a disco zombie, and those are three bosses. They'll come, and you have to defeat them, and then the waves keep going till ten. You have to do it again at ten, and then you all have to get to an evacuation point. So if those little potted plants, then you only have so many of them. But the money that you're getting, you can choose to reinvest and buy card packs, which are random. So the cheapest card pack is like a thousand, and you'll end every round with at least four or five thousand. So you can like you don't know what you're gonna get, but you're gonna get something. Or you can save and buy something for like fifty thousand. Hmm. And so that was fun. It was you, you could put it on. We were just playing on normal, and we were playing with some random people. But it was a, like a fun thing. Like especially like we were trying the different classes to see who we liked. I used to love the one on the iPad because it was it's a great mix of strategy, but also real time you have to do something and it would you'd have everything set up and you're like, right, good. I've got a mine here, a shoot one. You know, this one's going to shoot. We're all good. Bring it on. And you're doing good. You're doing good. You're doing good. And then that moment of panic sets in where you're like, oh, God, they, they ate my plant. Now there's nothing stopping them. And I can't the do anything. The start going. It's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it goes from like zero to panic very, very quickly. I think they have those modes in the game. I haven't gone through all the modes yet. And how, then, um, go ahead, Steve. How was the, um, like the connectivity as far as getting into the community to play with other people online? Perfect. Like no issues. No at, problems at no all. No issues oh, whatsoever. Like, and we connected. Like full and, chat support. You were talking, everyone? We uh, or you were in your own party? We were in a party because we were with other people as well. We were just in, okay. in, in a party chat. Um, but I could see the other guys. The other guys were talking. I could see their microphones going. Uh, then we figured we'd try a little bit of PvP, and that's even more fun. So what's interesting is the way that your character levels, it, it, it's the same for you know co-op stuff or for PvP. And you level by completing challenges. So your first challenge is something simple like um, – shoot five zombies with your primary weapon and then now the higher you level so challenge two will be like use your chili to destroy 
two zombies at one time and um, get three headshots. Something simple. Uh-huh. Once you get to like level two, you have like a new weapon or a new ability unlocked. And there's like three main buttons with this. It's not very complicated. Hmm. So like my guy can now actually like plant himself in place as a turret and fire off a hundred shots very quickly or i can choose to move very very quickly like for i'll have like an extended boost for 15 or 20 seconds now you can also there'll be challenges where it's like you'll be playing co-op and it'll be like because they want you to be introduced to the to the pvp stuff so it'll be like shoot five other players and so you have these stars which you could choose to skip that challenge like i don't want to do that and then move on to another one or you could be like all right let's go play P- pvp so when you go play pvp I started as a zombie, and I was like, well, this is new. And so you could choose same thing. You could choose a bunch of different classes of zombies. And so you could be the football guy who's, like, insanely overpowered, or you could be just, like, a foot soldier. And each guy has different abilities and and whatnot. But I've always been this foot soldier. Uh So I have, like, a little machine gun, and Uh I'm supposed to go kill other players who are plants. And so there's this, like, really cool balance of, like, you'd think the plants would be – some of them would be underpowered against these guns, but they're not. I kept getting killed by the chomping plant because he would burrow (laughs) under the ground to where I was all of the time and get me. And so the rounds are nothing but just, like, ridiculous fun. It's – it's nice to play like a like a competitive shooter where I'm not actually trying to be competitive. Like, it's like I'm looking at my challenges like, what do I got to do now? Like, I've got to try and kill – three guys with this with uh the chili plant when i'm the plant or i've got to try and kill three guys with my little rocket launcher as a zombie now here's a theoretical question if they release this for free and you got to try it out for a couple of days but then it wiped from your system would you go back and buy it yeah i think i would okay i'm like i'm really enjoying like and this surprised me like how much i'm enjoying enjoying my time with it eric told me he's like you would like it if you played it uh-huh. i was like I'm, I'm sure i would like i like shooter type games it doesn't really matter the aesthetics to me if it's cartoony or not mm-hmm. like i like that type of game but it just it wasn't something that was ever really on my radar is it something that you would play on your own if i would play it on my like, own would you sit down and be like oh you know i'm gonna put like an Even hour or hour two hours into just playing this no, and the only reason I wouldn't is because me personally, I like to play those type of games with people. Right. Like, you won't see me play Call of Duty multiplayer by myself. Yeah. I always have to be with somebody. Right. I don't even like to play Destiny by myself. Yeah. Uh, so this is all about playing with other people, and if I'm going to play with other people, I want to play with people I know. There's no, like, single-player campaign to this that, I, that I've found yet. Okay. I don't think there is. Yeah. And I, I think they have like they have the actual like conquer they have like a conquest type thing. Um a couple other game modes like I just I haven't gotten into yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> you have a question? I do have a question for Shoot. you, Justin. Um in terms of gameplay, uh what you're talking about before. Now it's a third person shooter, correct? Yes. Okay. It sounds like what you were describing on the field sounds like a lot of maintenance. Are you doing a like a set it and forget it kind of thing and hopping from from plant to plant in order to like I don't is there no, like a once, main daddy plant? Once you choose your plant for the round, that's it. Oh. Like you're the beginning where the game was loading was letting me just try out all the plants. So once your plant like you choose, like, all right, let's say we're gonna do some co op together, I'm gonna pick the sunflower because he's the healer i'm going to be the sunflower the whole time and if you're going to be the cactus you're going to be the cactus the whole time when the rounds ends we could then just pick any of the other characters it's not like they're locked from you but they level independent of each other 
So if you find one that you really like, well, that's the one you want to keep leveling up. Garden Warfare Evolved. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super psyched because I saw it was free. I set it to download. I haven't played it yet. I didn't. I didn't grab I, it. I grabbed it. I didn't grab it. I, I saw it that it was hand. like 15 gigs. I don't have enough room on my system. I'm well, running out of room too, but I kept getting text messages from, from Justin saying, "Just download it. It's free. Uh-huh. Just download it." See, and that's the thing I wish they would have done because, like, with the the PlayStation membership stuff, mm-hmm. you could just click like add it to my library, and you don't have to download it at that time. This one you had to download. Okay. So you is, it no, just... is it no longer free? Yeah, no, longer no, free. it ended this weekend. It, it, okay. I've seen that game go on sale before. Give it a little bit of time in that game. I, I don't even think it's like, it's not a full price game. I think no, it's like 30 no. bucks right now. But if I had to pay $30 for this, I would gladly do it. I'm really enjoying it. Wow, that's good Good, that's you. fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Nice. Steve. Rob. What have you played? What have I played? I've played a bunch of things, but uh, we actually had a question uh from our twitter that'll lead me into the main game that i want to talk about tonight uh since i wasn't here last week uh and the question was from will sliney who's uh at will sliney on twitter and he wants to know how many bullets does it take to kill a honey badger <laughs> f the honey badgers the answer to that question will is how many do you got yeah oh, that's true because those little fuckers are nasty they are nasty um, I have been bouncing around and playing a lot of stuff, trying to catch up with end of, with uh, some games before the end of the year. But Far Cry Four has me in its grasp so hard right now that playing anything else is is torturous. All okay. I want to do is play Far Cry Four. Now, before you start, last week I was talking about like my my one gripe. Okay, is that there are way too many collectibles in that game. Between stuff to find and posters and masks and knives and, you know. Mm -hmm. So I I made a a mandate to myself that I don't care about them anymore. Okay. I am the opposite. Okay. I'm, I'm totally up for it just because that's, it's in my nature to grab all that stuff. Like you're talking about, um, the last Assassin's Creed black flag. I have every last thing. Yeah. I did the same. I'd struggle to come to that conclusion that Rob did. I, I don't think I I'm, could. I, I don't, you don't do it all at once. Like usually I would, I would set, like you can remove, you can go into the options menu and you can go to, to the legend on the map and you mm-hmm. can remove things so that it's only exposing like the Shangri-La entrances and stuff like that. Um, if I'm near it, yeah, I'll just, I'll grab it. Or if it's, there's a certain criteria to unlock a skill or to unlock a weapon or get like a signature weapon or whatever, I'll go and I'll grab them. But I'm not, cons- I'm too busy having fun with it to be concerned about that stuff right now. But I like that it's there because one of my favorite things is to just walk around. Like I very rarely, I never do auto drive. Um, if I do happen to take a car, maybe I'm more, you'll more likely find me finding the, the biggest cliff top and leaping off of it and squirrel suiting, you know a thousand whatever meters into the distance to get to where I need to get. Um, but the, Oh my God, dude, the shit that I've pulled while playing that game has been insane. Um, I didn't get to tell this story last time, so I'll tell it now. Uh, one of my favorite moments in the game is, uh, the bow and arrow is my best friend. Yeah. I love, Same I here. love the bow and arrow. So you have to go around and you have to, dist- you have to infiltrate and destroy and take over these outposts. And they're all over the map. So, you know, you go to one, you scope out the place, you tag the guys with your binoculars and you kind of make your plan of attack and whatever. 
So I decided that this one that I was looking at was kind of like sunken in into the ground a little bit. So I look over to the right and I see grapple points and I'm like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to get up nice and high. I'm going to survey the place. I'm going to get everybody on my screen in one shot and just, you know, pick them off one by one. So I climbed two cliff faces up to the top and I pulled out, I had up my bow and arrow and I started thinking to myself, I was like, I wonder what the drop distance is for the arrows. Because I know sometimes I'll fire one and it won't hit the person and I'm lined up precisely. So I knocked the arrow back and I just let it go arbitrarily just to see where it would land. And all of a sudden a trophy pops in the corner and the name of the trophy is called from a distance. Every single time it has to be for over 15 years or however long that song has been out. (laughs) Every time that I like get like a, a distance kill in call of duty or I pull some like ridiculous crap from forever and a mile away, I sing that song (laughs) All the time. It's in my head now too. Thank uh-huh. you. So, Thank you. Thank my you mom that. does nothing but listen to Bette Midler. So, <laughs> okay. So it that po- will always be in my head. I'm over at Brendan's and it it pops, and no, no, I wasn't over at Brendan's. No, I was by myself when this happened. Actually, so anyway, um, I'm sitting. I'm getting my stories crossed because I've I've played it over at his place a lot. So anyway, I knock back the arrow. I let it go just arbitrarily and it, that trophy pops. And so in my head, I'm like in my room, I'm singing, you know, from a distance, do the whole thing. (laughs) And I'm like, but how did that happen? What the hell is going on? So I climb down off of the cliff face. I, I go down two levels and I storm the place. I take everybody out and I go to search and collect my belongings and steal my stuff. And I'm like, let me go grab that arrow that I shot from all the way back there. And it's I find the guy, stupid malware thing, <laughs> it's buried in his face in like the corner of his eye socket. Ew. So this like <laughs> this arrow just, you know, into the air and right through the face, right into his eye socket, got the trophy. It was beautiful and hysterical. <laughs> and I'm like, I found the arrow and I started screaming. I'm like, that's awesome. My cat's like, and flies <laughs> off the bed. She's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, did you see that? Somebody... Uh-huh. And I'm looking around and I, I play games with my friends so much that I'm not used to playing games by myself. And I'm like, ah, oh, there was nobody around to see this. So that's anyway, why you hit the record button. I totally yeah. forgot all about it. So <laughs> I wish that I had. So um, so that was one really cool experience that I've had with it. I've done the thing where you take the C4 and you set it on the ground. You know, you wore a rhino or an elephant <laughs> over and you just yeah. watch them go 70 feet into the air. Um, it's good for a laugh. Mm hmm. Did you get to play any multiplayer? I did. Really? I did. Um, I played with uh, one of our friends and listeners, uh, Pat, uh, who's uh, Yoday Sunrider on PSN. We've been trying to hook up for a while on the co-op just to check it out. And his, he was farther along in the game than I am. Like He'd taken a couple of fortresses and made it into the north and whatever. So um, I hopped out and jumped into his game, and we were able to. I was able to see more of the map and see more of the locations and stuff like that. And he killed a whole bunch of like high level animals for me. So I ended up getting a lot of my upgrades early. Oh, nice. Um, He has this gun that you need a a karma level six to, to get. It's called the shredder. This thing mows. Like it just takes things out and like the rhinos, like, you know, charging at you and he just sits there in like a lawn chair and just throws out a couple of pellets from this thing and it's dead. That's cool. Yeah. So that's kind of my, I've been looking around any kind of like karma event, um, people being held hostage or, you people know, screaming animal at, attacks. Screaming at eagles. That's, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I was about to get into a helicopter 
at one point and eagle came down and got on my face and killed me before i could start the mission so you gotta be kidding me do you uh do you enjoy the game more playing by yourself or did you uh, enjoy it more with a buddy causing destruction with you i love it no matter what but i do like the idea that playing co-op had offered opportunity it offers up opportunities that you wouldn't get in single player i'll give you an example um those little helicopters that you can take those like little stashes of like single person helicopters um pat jumped onto one of them and he took off into the air and as he's going up into the air i look up and there's a grapple on the bottom of the thing oh. so i grappled oh, that's fantastic. i grappled up to his helicopter and so he took off to the maximum height and he's flying me around the island and i'm hanging from the rope <laughs> swinging on the rope and we found like this huge open canyon part and i swung to the highest point and i let go and squirrel suited, you know, however many feet all the way into the distance. And then he came and followed me with the helicopter as I'm, you know, squirrel suiting down. And we landed near like a waterbed. And we're so we we got uh, down by the water and we're hucking like grenades and stuff into the water and watching the demon fish blow up and fly out of the water and flop around. And out of nowhere, a group of like bandits or, or you know, whatever the hell they are, the karate soldiers come you know storming out of the woods as a heavy uh, gunner and like a couple of knife dudes and whatever and he starts like the flamethrower goes off and you see the fish in the air and they're getting toasted and and pat's like they're trying to cook my fish fuck <laughs> you i want my fish and i was dying i had tears it seems, in my eyes. it seems like the game that the uh, playstation share button was made for right oh yeah. definitely definitely there <laughs> yeah. are some crazy videos out there i mean yeah. I've, I've seen squirrel suit videos people flying along and going like headfirst into an eagle and then dying and <laughs> it's just it's stupid things it's pretty amazing because there there are lots of moments where like there's one there's one mission um it's a good bit into the game but um your part of the mission is to squirrel suit down this like ridiculously long expanse like i think when they were showing the game off earlier before it came out this was one of the sequences that we saw um, like I'm driving along in the in the Jeep without the top on and I ramped off of the thing, jumped out of the Jeep, pulled the squirrel suit and coasted for like a whole scripted thing where you're dodging like, you know, tornado gusts of wind and avalanches and you have to like weave in and out of the crevices of the mountains and stuff like that. And it's just ridiculous. It's uh -huh. beautiful. I'm glad that they did add the co-op stuff in though because – yeah. Like Far Cry 3, the multiplayer stuff they had, it was almost like you were playing like Left 4 Dead in a Far Cry type setting. Well, um, right? You you played. Yeah. Yeah. That That's pretty much what it was. You went along a scripted mm. area, had waves of enemy enemies come. and yep. The co-op in this is, is more or less, it's like using the island as your sandbox and you can take over the outposts. You can do like the postmaster thing and you can start them over again. So you can just keep, you know, going in and infiltrating places. Um, I don't think you can do anything story-wise. No. I was just about to ask you, is there anything that's shut off to you? Because story, you said, yeah, yeah you, you're going into a higher level player's game. So uh -huh. what's what's closed off for you? Um, territories, uh, certain animals. Like I still don't have enough uh, snow leopard skins. You run into them when you go into the Himalayas uh, for some mm -hmm. of the missions, but they're rare like i've had to take bait and throw bait into fortresses and just hope that you know it, it's usually wolves but every now and again the snow leopards will show up 
and I will then take out, you know, the snow leopards along with the enemies and then skin it. But I mean, I've come across maybe two. Right. But when you're doing the co-op, you said you were able to pick up stuff that um, that your friend had had killed and left. Stuff that would have taken me like. Right. So so there is an advantage that you are able to pick up stuff that you wouldn't be able to in your own game. Yeah. Like we were running around a lot. We weren't driving or anything. Um. But, like, he was downing, like, rhinos and bears and, you know, just things that would take me, like, three grenades and some C4 and, you know, three whole clips to take down that he was just using the shredder and just, you know, there you go. Yeah, so there's a big advantage to finding someone to play co-op with, especially early on in the game. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Yeah, you definitely, it's, like I said, it offers another experience. It gives you a different way to approach things um flanking outposts is awesome you coming in from one end the other person coming in from the other um it's it's nice it's nice to have the option right so yeah i mean i've been i've been playing other stuff but that's the game that every time i'm playing something else i'm thinking about far cry 4 yeah i've had so i've had so much fun with it can't wait to get into more of it yes jackie yes what you got well, I've been playing Dragon Age, mm-hmm. which I've enjoyed, but I think I'm going to talk about that when I go. Yeah, a little bit more time in. Um, but Destiny the DLC came out this week, mm-hmm. so I'd like to say that the Destiny DLC came out, so I got back into Destiny, but I never left. <laughs> so I had every intention, every intention of like not playing it for a few weeks, didn't work out. I hit level thirty on the Sunday. <laughs> the DLC came out on the Tuesday uh-huh. and made that pointless. Yeah, so that means that you got your first piece of gear and then just had to work and get that yep, up. Yep, yep. So, so yep. you were probably better off suited not even getting to 30 and saving no, all of those. All of those Ascendant Shards yeah. and all, all of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Fantastic. That is great. We'll get we'll get into more Destiny, yes, exactly. I guess. So that, that was my week. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, I jumped back into... Hearthstone. Uh, I like that game. Oh yeah, I mean the iPad version is is pretty much flawless in my opinion. It is so. Do they fun. have that for mobile for for iPhone? It's coming. Ooh. It is coming. So hopefully within the next couple of months. Oh, that's going to be crazy. If that would be nice for an iPhone. Forget about nice. it. Um, but new expansion came out two days ago. Um, Goblins versus gnomes, and they added over a hundred new cards to the game. Are they? Was this part of the the free? It's free, right? It's okay. So this is the deal. It's technically it's free. You'll get three packs for free right okay. off the bat. You can play the game like normal. You could put like let's say an hour a day into the game, break down cards that you win, and then you could use the arcane dust that you get from breaking down cards. Okay. To make the new cards, you know that obviously takes time. Mm-hmm. Or you could sit there and buy packs. And <clears throat> be random about it. You might not get everything that way, and okay. you might spend a lot of money, but you know you'll you'll get stuff faster. Mm. So either way, you can make it be free, have fun, get the cards on your own accord, or you could buy you know buy packs. Are the new cards labeled like each time that you got? Yeah, one you of could the buy packs ones? of the new cards. Correct. So, so like if you unlocked one or what? Oh, so you just you open them right away knowing that they're new cards it's not like you yeah it's like buying a pack of those cards so you can go buy a pack of the old cards or you could buy a pack of of the new cards okay you know it's not like you're buying a pack of cards and then you might Mm. get some old cards 
you know, you're you're guaranteed to get new cards. But let's say you only play like Warlock class or something like that. Right. When you buy packs of cards, you're not guaranteed just to get Warlock cards. So that's why it's better just to play and then build your Warlock cards from the Arcane Dust you get. Okay, let me ask you this. You're playing against people from all over the place. Yeah. Or, or are you playing with friends? Uh, you could play with whoever you want. Okay. It's Technically, it's it's on your Battle.net account, so you could play anyone that's on your Battle.net account. Do you find yourself talking to yourself a lot when playing the game? Like, psyching you know yourself up and, and, yell, and talking to the other player even though they can't hear you? Because that's what I do. I, I definitely do that, but, but with me... I get pissed at, like, if I make a mistake, mm-hmm. I'll get pissed at myself, and I'll just start cursing up a storm. <laughs> uh, and, like, there's about four or five different presets that you could pick, you know, like like good move or, you know, well played, just stuff like that. There, there's nothing negative. I want there to be negative stuff because, <laughs> like, mine would just be curses and <laughs> stuff like that. And frowny faces, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because there, there are some times where my finger will hit end turn by mistake, oh, and no. I didn't really mean to end the turn, and then that that'll screw up my whole game, and I'll lose within a couple of moves anyway. That that happened to me last night. I was livid. I wanted to throw my <laughs> iPad through the window. As somebody who's never played a card game before, could I get into this? Is it is it difficult to get into? I honestly, I do not think it is. Um, the cards are worded very clearly. Mm-hmm. It has a, a nice little tutorial to get you into the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just think, like I said, it's very important that people need to know that they don't need to spend money on this game. Just go with the flow and learn how to use the arcane dust to build the cards that you think you're going to play with. Yeah. I have never played a card game. Like, I've never played a physical card game, and I've never played an online card game ever. And I played Hearthstone, and it's completely, you can you can get into it. Maybe I'll try that. It's fun. It I, is. I did not expect to get as into it as I did. And once I, like, learned the ropes, and they put you through, like, a series of trials that you have objectives. Like, there's, like, I think maybe, like, eight battles that you have to you have to achieve those before they throw you to the wolves. Um, but it's extraordinarily strategic, a little bit of luck, but it's more, it's more about, um, strategy. Definitely. Definitely. But when you, when you plunk down those cards and you smash into things and you watch it just break apart, it's so satisfying knowing even, that you outsmarted somebody else. Even the, the pack opening stuff, it, cause there are five cards in a pack. There's a rush. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it uh, is. You know, you just... You'll slide the deck over into a little portal area. It breaks into five cards, and then you tap each five card individually to turn them over. And like, if you get rare cards or epic cards, you, you know, it does different animations, and you do you get like a, a rush. It's crazy. <laughs> I do suggest that you download it. All right. It's free. It's worth it. I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's what we've played this week. Next week, uh, I know we're gonna have a lot, lot more to talk about. And we'll jump into um, this weekend's big, big stuff. Ridiculous uh, amount of stuff. Oh, my God. It was crazy, especially this late in the year. Now, let me ask you. Did you did you watch it like, yeah. live? I watched, I would say, I watched the whole Video Game Awards. Okay, so did I. And I probably watched about 90% of, of the PlayStation experience. Okay, stuff. same. So, yeah. 
uh, Friday night we had the Video Game Awards. Which was a big step up, I think, from what they've been doing in previous years. Correct, yeah. Now, this, this has been like what they used to have on Spike. The VGXs. Uh, the VGXs. VGAs. Last year they had their first fully online you know, streamed show. And then this year, again, renamed another fully online stream show, but it had actual support from Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony, a lot of the smaller studios. And it did well. It did, yeah. Um, I oh, still think that... Numbers-wise? Yeah, it did well numbers-wise. Okay. I definitely think it still needs to be a little fine-tuned. Yeah, um, Yeah. There were, there were some slow spots during it. It was... I found it to be... Uh, it, I thought it was a good show overall, but I thought it was very... It was awkward at times. There was a lot of... Th- the problem is, I find with some of these some of these shows is that some of the industry people, they're just not people that you put up in front of that kind of audience. Like some of the spokespeople for these games, that I I just I don't know that the medium suits that kind of presentation. I'd I'd rather it be those people instead of some fake ass celebrity that That's comes true. out. That's oh, yeah. a good point. And and talks about like playing Mario for the first time or something. But I'm, I'm saying like as, as in terms of like entertainment wise, like they're just coming out to show you what they've been working on that it doesn't like the fact that they had bands was actually really cool. The 65 days of static performance was really sweet. See, like for me, it's the exact opposite. I don't okay. want to see, I don't want to see bands being played. Like I, I'd rather not see Imagine Dragons playing. I, like, could, I, I don't. The only reason I didn't mind Imagine Dragons is because I could tell that they respected. Oh Yeah. You know the the Zelda mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. and so I was fine with that. They were generally excited to to sit there and play that music. Yeah. Uh, some, I mean, some of the other bands, I I, I don't know about. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a little awkward in terms in terms of some moments, especially the sound engineering. And I'm not an engineer, so I don't know how that stuff works. The camera work was a little weird. People would be like off to the right bottom right hand side of the frame. Uh huh. And it was just, it was weird. Foreheads were cut off at certain times. For a for a first year out, it was it was very good. Jeff Keeley looked like he was going to have a baby, like at any minute. He looked so nervous. <laughs> uh huh. But but what I was saying about the audio stuff is sometimes the screen would go black into transitioning to either like a trailer or a commercial or something like that. But the mics were hot on certain areas of the audience, and you would hear like whoever was sitting right there either talking shit or you know just talking to their friends sitting next to them and like they caught a couple of bad things on there <laughs> it was really? weird oh yeah it was definitely awkward but still like, like i said um, there were people cur- like obviously cursing whatever uh-huh. but you know they caught some some odd comments yeah i wish i'd heard some of them mm-hmm. i think it's good to get these people up there who are not used to being in front of a microphone uh i think it was at E3 this year uh, where they showed um, No Man's Sky and uh, they had one of the lead guys from I, I, I don't remember his name from Hello Games who's doing the game and he was up there and you could tell like this is not a guy who's used to being in front of millions of people and he was just like um, let's just say his name was Joe I, I, I can't remember it at the moment but he's like you know we're, we're making this game like you know we're excited we're excited to do this. Like we're, we're like, we've come a long way. Like you, he was so earnest in what he was saying. Yeah. He that was very was humble. So nice to have, like to see that instead of a prepared monologue by somebody else. So like, I get what you're saying, Steve, that there mm-hmm. are, I'm sure there are times where there is just people who 
shouldn't be in front of it shouldn't be in front of microphone because they're ignorant, nervous or you know like they don't want to be there but i'd rather have those moments if i can get those completely earnest and humble mm-hmm. moments from the other guys it's more for me i mean this is just a personal thing i mean anybody that can get up there and, and address that many people on a project that they've been working on all the power to them i just some of the stuff that is obviously scripted that the writing is really bad and the jokes are really oh, awkward yeah. that i just i feel bad for because when they're left up there to to say like you know and you know blah 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 and there's like no reaction whatsoever it gets so awkward because they're not entertainers. They're not used to recouping from that and moving along. They kind of let the air hang a little bit. I think, I think they got away from that this year because there definitely were not many of those moments. Mm -hmm. E3 is where you usually see that stuff happen Yeah, where they throw up like the little guy and he Um, has a scripted thing. Also to be fair, like the Oscars have been going almost 75 years. Mm -hmm. They're still horribly awkward in places. You know, and that's like the most produced awards show on the planet. I find all awards shows to be a little awkward. Exactly. They all are awkward. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Tensions are high. <laughs> but so throughout the award show, um, there were some announcements, uh, some exclusive trailers. Uh, Justin was ni- nice enough to, to write out a little list of what we got that night on a Friday. A little list? Well, the f- Friday's list is a little smaller than Saturday Saturday's or Sunday's. Yeah. Ridiculous list. <laughs> so what um, do we got for Friday? Uh, so this is the stuff that they showed at the Game Awards. I, I just wrote down the titles and like a little blurb about who maybe who's doing the game when we can expect it. Uh, I'll save the best for last. So the first thing we saw was, I think, The Human Element, uh, which uh, takes place 30 years after a zombie apocalypse. And the trailer showed, um, looked like people in like a de- almost like a desert setting. Uh, which was in- interesting because it kind of, to me, reminded me a little bit of Sunset Overdrive. Like, that look. Uh-huh. Like, those hmm. type of graphics. Like, more cartoony than, let's say, something like Dead Rising. Uh, but it was very like it, w- it was very brown. So which oh, was, definitely. It, like, a very interesting kind of like color mashup for that type of um, aesthetic setting. Uh-huh. And I like it because, you know, whenever you get a zombie thing nowadays... Everything is always in a big city or, yeah. you know, on an island. Vegas or exactly. You so know, give they, us different settings. It looked like there was driving, um, driving, shooting, a, a whole bunch of things. Um, it's coming to PC 2015 consoles to follow. Uh, Dungeon Defenders, uh, which is a third person action tower defense game. This game is huge. Have you played the first one? No. Okay. The online community for that game is this is crazy. Like the four, the like the red, yellow, blue, green, like rubbery dudes that throwing that, each other around. No, 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 no. That's something. We'll, we'll totally get to that different. later. Okay. Uh, that's 2015 as well. Uh, King's Quest. They're redoing that, King's Quest. Super. Oh, that man. looks awesome. I, I cannot that. wait. Uh, it's an adventure game for those who don't know. Uh, it was how long has King King's Quest been gone? Long time, right? Like twenty years. I more? yeah, I was I was at least twelve when when I played that game. Uh, so uh, they're bringing that back. Uh, who was it? The Odd Gentleman? Who who? Uh, I, I I didn't I get down the developer of the game. Uh, but that's coming fall twenty fifteen to PS three and PS four, Xbox, Xbox One, PC. They announced the Godzilla game. <laughs> Reasons. Uh, PS3, PS4, 2015. It's like when they when Sony announced their female-led uh, Spider-Man movie, and like you know, we're just putting it out there, gonna do it, and you know <laughs> that's that's all you're gonna get though. No details. Yeah. See you later, folks. Nothing to see here. <laughs> this game caught my eye a bit. Um, 
it's called Before. Uh, Face Punch Studios, uh, they made Rust, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is a very, very popular PC game. Uh, it's a Stone Age survival game. Oh, yes. Uh, it's got a very low-res art style. Not 8-bit so much. Uh, it's like it's an open 3D world, it looks like, from, from the trailer. At least it showed that. But, like, purposely dumbed-down graphics, it seems. Um, it looks interesting i mean that, that they showed a, a small trailer but no real information about the game other than that uh-huh and it's weird because rust is still technically like an open beta type game they still make ch- tons of changes to that it's mm-hmm. almost like what daisy is in yeah. terms of you know there's I mean, something new it's every constantly time. evolving i remember Correct. seeing the footage for before and it, it looked rough like they're they're definitely not um too far along and i wouldn't think no that's the way it looked really yeah like that's that's the that's the style they're they're choosing to go with. Like okay. what I think what they showed was the art style, but like more CGI. Like that's the way that's the way it seems like the game is going to look. That's hmm. what they're choosing to go with. Uh, but no release date was given for that. It's coming to PC, Mac, and Linux. Adrift, or A D R one F T. We'll just say adrift. Adrift. <laughs> This game caught my eye. That looks beautiful. Gorgeous. Uh, so it's basically Gravity. It's Gravity, the video game. Okay. Uh, so the trailer was a astronaut um, in the first person going through a space station that's destroyed. And it was kind of long in a way. Like it, it, it seemed like, okay, like is something going to happen? Is something going to happen? Is something going to happen? And all of a sudden at the end, she opens up or he or she opens up the the air dock and goes out into space and you see like the destroyed space station, and they're reaching for an oxygen container. Okay, so it's a survival game? It's, it's a survival-type game in space. Okay. Um, it looked gorgeous. The lighting, I mean, everything there looked great. Now, do you think that was, like, pre-rendered, or do you think that was actual gameplay? They didn't say, so I'm hoping actual gameplay. That's, if that was actual gameplay, that game is going to look insane. Uh, mm. It's actually coming out this summer. Uh, for PS4 and for Xbox One, and I believe that this is coming to like VR stuff. It seems like the perfect game for it, and I've heard yeah. people talking about that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on the official list of releases there, but it seems like it would be the perfect thing where you're floating above the Earth and you look down and oh, there's the Earth. Like it seems like that would trip you out in a big yeah, way. Yeah, seems set up for that. It reminds me of that Oculus demo that I played when I was in Canada. A little bit the one where I was floating around looking at all the planets and learning all the oh yeah we stars and moons yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Quickly, there was uh, this video I, I watched about a week ago. Somebody using the Oculus, and so I forget where they were they were demoing it, but they had a security guard sit down and uh, they put the Oculus on him and they put him on the roller coaster one, and so they're filming him right. while he's in there, and so he's got he's like oh he's got his hands <laughs> up, and now you can't see what he's seeing, but right. all of a sudden he's leaning forward and then just <laughs> face plants. <laughs> Because the the thing about awesome. the thing about the Oculus, from everything that I've heard of, you know, all the big game companies talking yeah. about, is that it eventually tricks your body into believing that it's real. Right. So right. whatever you, even though you're seeing, you're just visually seeing something, your body actually loses, loses that sense of equilibrium. This thing's gonna need seatbelts. Uh huh. Well, the, the security guard was from Uganda. Yes, that's that's, that's right. <laughs> so he, he had no clue. He had no idea what was happening to him. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else was there. <laughs> Haze Light. Haze Light, uh, Steve, you'd be interested in this, um, was, it's a new studio, 
uh, formed of members uh, from the team that did Brothers of Tale of Two Sons. Mm. Uh, EA's publishing the game. I mean, they barely showed anything. I think they just showed a dude sitting on a train. and Two dudes. Two dudes sitting on a train. And it's very, very early. Like, EA's been doing this. They did it at E3 last year where they started showing stuff way, way earlier than they used to do. Mm -hmm. So this is another one of those things that we don't have a release date. We have nothing. We just know that it's a new studio doing a game called Haze Light. And it's two dudes sitting on a train. Two dudes sitting on a train. With the full moon. (laughs) Sounds riveting. (laughs) Why am I going to play this? Because it's the guys who did Brothers. Yeah, and you love Brothers. I did love Brothers. The game was beautiful and sad. There you go. It almost made me cry. That's why. Uh, Tacoma. Tacoma is from Fulbright. They're the guys uh, who did Gone Home. Uh, It takes place on the Lunar Transfer Station, 200,000 miles from Earth. It's a mystery game. It it kind of looked like Bioshock, the trailer walking in. You get that, like, the opening where you're walking into, like, somewhere that you've obviously never been before. It's got the gold everywhere. So it looked like kind of coming into Columbia or Rapture. Like, you had that feeling of, like, walking into a pre-existing world. Um, It is coming 2016. So we're a ways away. And it's coming to Linux, Mac, and PC. Now, so now for some of the fun stuff. They showed Mario Maker. Man, oh man! What do you think? I cannot wait. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Honestly, I like it's. It's been my dream to actually have the real tool sets in front of me to sit there and make make levels and stuff like that. Wow. wow. Let me cut you off for one second. Okay. Because just because I don't remember when we've talked before about Project Spark, Little Big Planet, those type of games. I've always said that they're not my thing. What was what was your response to those? Okay. The only reason th- there's too much to do in those. Okay. So something like like this that this seems, you know, uh, click 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 done. Uh even little big planet, there's there's so much you could do in those oh, games. Yeah, absolutely. Forget about it. That's but why like I'm I said, not th- this is them. nice and basic. So something like this or or um Mario Paint that was, you know, nice still and basic. Waiting. Still still, still make nice and basic music with that. Anything that that's, you know, basic yet fun, I love. When they give me too much stuff, too many options. Like Disney Infinity, yeah, it's a kids game, but man, when you go into that that sandbox mode, yeah. it's mind-blowing the amount of stuff you could do. Just wait until you hook up Infinity, you're going to lose your mind. I'm going to play. <laughs> I'm not even going to be I, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do that. Uh, cause that, like, like I said before, that stuff, that stuff doesn't interest me at all. Jackie, what about you? No. But what yeah. about like, so what about Mario? Would you be interested in making your own Mario levels? Um, no, no, I, I really, I'm not actually. Okay. I love, I love playing those games, but I like having it all set out in front of me and I, I don't want to, I don't want to put time into making a level that I know I'll know how to beat because yeah, but I you're making it. it for someone else. Let's say. Oh, again, no? just no. I, okay. I want to play Mario. Okay. I want to make Mario. That's the same thing with me, Steve. That's fine. About... I'm not. I'm not going to try and sell. <laughs> what about you, Steve? No, that's fine. No, I'm not. It's. I mean, we can we we can get into this on another podcast. But I have a feeling that that game would be one of those ones where I'll think about it real hard that day, and I'll go ahead and I'll get it, and then I'll pop it in, and within a very short period of time. I will have regretted my purchase. Yeah, good. Yeah. So I'll I'll get it. It'll be really fun. And every level that I make for you guys, there'll be <laughs> mushrooms that spell out like "fuck you" or something like that. <laughs> that game I want to play. That there will you be go. Amazing. Good. 
So would they show they, would they show this time out with uh, with Mario Maker? Did they show that you can use assets from what was it? Mario Three, uh, Super Mario World. Um, then they have the new Super Mario Brothers stuff in Super Mario Brother, regular Super Mario Brothers. That's cool. I don't know if they're going to add anything from Super Mario Two just because that was a reskin. Here's here's a it. question. Here's a question. This might actually get me to want to play it. Will you be able to upload your levels online and be able to go online and download somebody else's level and play them? See, that's the thing. That that's where Nintendo has some some shortcomings. Is they tend to have very bad user like sharing user created stuff. Because I'm thinking like of- with Smash Brothers, especially with the user created levels mm-hmm. in Smash Brothers, you can't. Infinity isn't very good either. Like I, I oh, it's hard. It's a big mishmash of stuff. That's part of the problem. Is like the 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 rating system for how the levels are is I don't feel is proper. And you wind up downloading levels that look like finished things, and then you get it, and it's like there's a racetrack in the level, and it's like half of a figure eight, and it just in, into nothingness. And like I just spent you know X amount of time downloading this, and it's like I said when I played the first Infinity, I downloaded a ton of levels, and they were recommended levels unfinished. And then there was like maybe four. One of them was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like if that person had made more levels, I would have played them. I think they would be very, very dumb if they did not have some easy way for user content to be shared. Because you will have some ingenious Mario levels out there. And with that, you'll have never-ending you know, never ending fun. They're probably worried about people like spelling things out. I know, with, you, with like, like, fuck you with mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, the same thing about Smash Brothers, though. Like they would had to have done it for Smash Brothers, especially with the level cre- uh, creators, and they're still, they but s- still didn't do it. Other games have done it, though. I know, but with other Nintendo games, sure. Well, that's yes, technically. Well, I guess we'll see. I'm glad you're excited for it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad one of I us think, is. I think that's one of those games that my son is going to adore. I think he'll spend hours and hours and hours on it. I'll be game. nice. I'll write, like, thank you. <laughs> did Did anybody bother to pick up the Toad's, uh, Captain Toad's treasure tracker? No. You know no, why? I do want to. Just, I, for it being a $40 game, mm-hmm. people are beating it in like four hours. Are they? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I could justify $40 for four hours of gameplay. So you Wait a bit, it'll come down. Yeah, that that's what I'm going to wind up doing. So I'll wait. I'll wait. You know, t- $20, I could justify it. But mm-hmm. yeah. And that's the only thing is that first party Nintendo games don't go down in price. They really Not don't. Not for a while, yeah. No. Speaking of, so the last two things, well, they showed Zelda footage, new Zelda uh-huh. footage. And they also said that Star Fox is coming before Zelda, which is like, oh, okay, maybe you're going to show that game one day. Um, what'd you think? Man, oh, man. It looks absolutely beautiful. It does. And it looks huge. Yeah, I like the uh, the different levels. Like, you know, there seems to be some real texture to the to the world. You know, being able to climb up the mountains and look down and you can actually see a lot more of it. Because, you know, the other Zelda, you, it would fog out. You couldn't really, even when you were up Goron Mountain, you couldn't really see anything. Mm-hmm. So this looks like they've really put some uh, time and effort into making it a, a fully realized world see now i was having this conversation with someone today and i don't think they would go backwards because in a link between worlds you could literally start that game and go to any dungeon that you wanted to and that's what they have been promising with this game 
he still seems to doubt Nintendo and and saying like, no, I I still think it's going to be, you know, go either here or here. He thinks that you're going to have to make choices on where to go. I think they would be dumb to do that. I think the whole reason why they did that with the link between worlds was to get, you know, people's introduce the idea. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And see how what it the went fa- down. The fans loved it. Right. Right. Absolutely loved it. They loved being able to do what they wanted, go where they wanted right, right. away. So I think if they went backwards, that that it would well, they really to, really hinder them. They got to tailor their experience. That's not always something that you get in a Zelda game. In a Nintendo game. True. Yeah. True. Very true. Um, yeah, I think I, my problem, not my problem, my thing with Zelda is this, I feel like every time that I see footage from it, that I'm, I'm, I don't know what you were watching or what you saw, and it was probably the same thing, but all I can remember is, like, fields of tall grass and Epona and Link kind of just, like, walking around. That's all I remember seeing, and they're, they're sitting down and the translators doing their, their thing of, of, uh, making the conversation sound ridiculous and simple. Your horses don't run into trees. Oh my god! Often. Oh my god! <laughs> I I, just, I can't help but think that that's not exactly what they're saying when they're simplifying, you know, right, things. Right. Um, I'm not excited about wa- watching him run around in fields. Like I want to see some like some combat. I want to see some some different temples. I am a hundred and ten percent up for a new Zelda game doesn't matter what they show me it me could too. you know like i'm, I'm exactly the same I'm yeah exactly, it really doesn't matter. i loved seeing it mm-hmm. and i'm you know i yeah. i personally love riding around on opponent for hours mm-hmm. however I, I i'm excited full stop i just want to see i want to see a little bit more they're like oh new gameplay and i'm like yeah but we're on the horse again and we're you know you're lazily walking through fields and this is beautiful and this is nice and i love the idea that you're you're showing me that this is going to be open world i got that last time like let's see like what are some like the new suits are there any new i mean they probably want to hold some of that stuff back yes, i mean patience. this was the, this was the first time they showed any actual real gameplay right and you know it wasn't even a full screen gameplay it was off screen mm-hmm. yeah which like, i'm fine about like i said they it doesn't it, i don't doesn't matter what they they put out i will play that game and i will play it till the end i love zelda there's hardly one that i don't appreciate so, even though I'm not excited about horses, I'm still oh, super, I, super. I'm super stuck. You know why? Because so at the beginning, you're standing atop a mountain. Mm-hmm. They zoom off into the distance and set a waypoint, which is yes. sick in its I'm own. I'm going to have to watch this again. So set a waypoint. And from where they set the waypoint to where they were throughout that whole demo, <gasps> it, it yes. took them... It would in real time it would have taken them about thirty to thirty five minutes to, to actually get to that spot. Exactly. See, that's cool. Just to ride. That's huge. That's like awesome. Zelda games have always been fairly large, you know, they've always had the big field and the mm-hmm. big desert. But the idea that you could ride your horse for thirty five minutes from one side of the map to the other is insane. I can't wait to hear the score. Oh, forget about it. Yes. That's <laughs> I, probably my favorite score in yeah. games is, it's is going the Zelda around score. In my head right now. Dun, 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 yeah, I <laughs> Every time that they come out with a new one and they get like a different symphony to participate and like as expansive as this game is, that soundtrack is probably going to be grand as hell. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm super, super stoked for that. Yeah. Justin, you're very quiet about Zelda. I thought it looked like garbage. Oh my God. Really? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. Not garbage. I thought it looked be- like when he was standing on the mountain, I thought I was, I was like, 
that looks pretty. That looks prettier than any other Zelda game I've ever seen. Yeah. But I'm not impressed with being able to be like, you see that mountain over there? You could go there. I'm right. not impressed. Right. And when you're riding through the field, I'm not impressed by seeing the same tree a thousand times. Because it's <laughs> to you, and also to you, it's it's perspective on it. To, like, you know, if you love the Zelda games, of course. This is wow, mm-hmm. this is new to Zelda. But you know, from your point of view, you're like, Well, yeah, I've I've played many, many, many games where I could set a waypoint and go to it. I think that the size of the game is cool. It would take you a half hour to ride there. Yeah. But when I was watching the demo, I was like, okay, like that's the same tree I've seen. In, <laughs> it, all the trees are exactly the same. I'm riding through a field and every tree is exactly the right. same and the horse is dodging the trees. And they were doing that for like a minute or two. And I was like, show me a rock. <laughs> show me something. And then he eventually rode into somewhere where, the, you know what? Right. It was a little bit different. But <laughs> for the first five minutes, I'm like – Okay, great. We have an open world with nothing in it but the same tree. I, I honestly think there were a lot of placeholders there. Like, See, on... what I'm imagining this as is, um, take Pokemon for example. Like Pokemon has been that top-down like RPG style for a while, and then once the 3DS came around, or maybe even on the, the DS, they um, switched the perspective. So now it's a little bit more 3D and a little bit more free roaming it's not just up down left right you can go diagonally you can run in other directions and stuff like that that's what i imagine the next zelda being is you're taking that zelda formula where every time that new zeldas come out it's been the original old stuff but just upgraded right. like uh, you're still fighting the same enemies from the first zelda but they're still now the same format yeah they're now in you know 1080p ridiculous uh wii u graphics so justin do you think zelda's outdated like you know do you think no i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say it's outdated just i want to see something more like i understand that these games haven't had this open world ability but for somebody like me who's never really gotten into zelda the selling point for me is not going to be in the fact that you can put you could put a marker on the map and go there that's the worst selling point in the world to me right because i've been able to do that for the last 10 years so do you feel like they're marketing to existing zelda fans of course and they're not doing anything to bring a a new fan zelda's a beloved franchise Mm -hmm. every person who's played zelda is going to want to play another zelda and i completely respect that and i'm going to play this game when it comes out i'm going to give it a i'm going to try and beat a zelda game but I was just completely underwhelmed by almost right. everything I was seeing. Now, and what, Rob, yeah. Rob could be right. They could It could have just been all placeholders. Like right. It could have just been it's not ready to go. Like They're not 100% yeah. ready yet, and perhaps that's why they didn't make it full screen. But also the, the thing with this is what, what year was the last one? 2010, I'm going to say. 2010? I'll, right. I'll look it up what Skyward Sword was. Right, so, I don't think I finished Skyward Sword. But, you know, so 2010, say. Right, so my son was maybe five and not playing video games. So what is what are they going to do to get the next generation of fans into Zelda? Because I can give him lots and lots of other games that he can play that are going to be bigger. 2011. Okay. I'm what for somebody like Luke? Well, for any kid, like any kid that might have been a little too young for the last I one. I think it, I don't think it matters. I think into this one. The, the parents buying it for them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> So they're still marketing to existing Zelda fans. Let's put it this way. If if you walk into, for, for parents that don't really pay a whole lot of attention to their kids gaming, because I mean, yeah. I used to work for GameStop or anytime I'm in there now and, and parents come in, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them have no idea what their kids are playing. And right. they just, they explain to them that this game has nudity, violence, drug use at the counter. And they're just, meh, it's okay. <laughs> yes. You know, whatever, his mom can deal with it. 
Uh-huh. Um, crap, what was my point? I got lost. I don't Zelda. know where I don't know where you were going with that <laughs> one. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. My brain does that a well, lot. Think, think about it. Zelda. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I'll, I'll think of it and I'll come back. <laughs> I'm going to, like I said, I'm, I'm completely going to play this game when it comes out. Mm-hmm. I just, for me, it, the footage felt a little bit underwhelming just from everything I was seeing. But this is, this is the first time we're seeing it. Yeah. Six months from now, this game could look completely different and it could look gorgeous and have completely different settings all around. Just that opening couple minutes was just not doing anything for me. I definitely think there was a lot of placeholder textures was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just for the fact that I don't think that, you know, it was just the same of a lot and I don't think they would do that. All right. I remembered what I was going to say. Good. Ooh. I think for parent for certain parents, um, because Zelda has a reputation and has been around since they since before they were parents, right. that whether or not they were active gamers, they know that it's a beloved franchise that has stayed safe all throughout the right, years. Like that Mario. If, right. Like Mario, that if you're yeah. walking into, you know, Nintendo is a company that a lot of parents you can trust them. And yeah. I think that's where a lot of their online stuff comes in where Nintendo doesn't wanna betray that trust and, and, you know, invite their kids into an environment where they could be exposed to, you know, corrupted, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Oh, forget about it. The, um, the me verse is a terrible place as it is. <laughs> yeah. That place is horrific. <laughs> I haven't spent very much there time. There are some there. nasty, oh. nasty nine-year-olds out there. <laughs> it, oh, forget about it. Did you see the, the comments on the side of the, the um, like the experience? I'll, I'll get into that. Okay. When we go go into the PlayStation experience, um, that's one thing I want to talk about. Okay. So that leads us into Saturday, where they did. They had the PlayStation experience in Las Vegas, Nevada. And um, this is Sony's nod to to their 20 years. And uh, they gave a little keynote. And again, a lot of games showing off. Not so little. A lot of games showing off. (laughs) Blew my doors off. Yeah. So... Like I said, and this is unheard of, especially this time of the year. Uh, and again, Justin, go ahead. What do we got? I got a, I got a big list. So I'm going to go through everything they announced. Same thing. Uh, they started with Uncharted 4, which shocked me because I figured this is going to be 45 minutes to an hour. They're going to close with Uncharted 4. When they started with it, I was like, I have no expectations for the show now. Started with it, and it was 15 minutes of gameplay. And, mm-hmm. and live gameplay. Uh-huh. Because, oh yeah, you could tell that. <laughs> uh, what was it? Um, when he flew Neil through the Druckmann, world, it was Neil Druckmann, I, I think, playing, and he missed a jump, and it was just like those are those are unfinished assets that you're right, seeing, and he right. just fell through the. Oh, world. Oh, he flew through the world. It was hilarious. <laughs> uh, game looks beautiful. I am. Oh my god! So happy, and, and I know everyone's shortcomings with the series. You kill so many people, blah blah blah. But that's why I play the game. It mm. is so ludicrous. So and did fun. Indiana Jones. I know. Did you? see the side-by-side comparison oh, yeah, of the it. Uncharted 3 um, Drake versus the 4? It's, it it's is comical. revolutionary. It's ridiculous how much they've improved the the character models. Like, unbelievably so. I'm still unsold on this game. You both will be sold. No. no, no, no. I can see me liking this game a lot, but I can see me liking this game a lot because it's so much like every other game I play. Well, I Tomb Raider and Assassin's Creed you liked, and you Prince liked Persia. Tomb Raider, didn't you? I like all of those games, but to me, it's like I'm not sure what this is going to have that's different. Like, personality. Different. That's what it is. Yeah, it's personality, it's characters, it's character dynamics. Uh, you get attached to characters. Um, it's funny. 
it's really funny. You're good, good, good writing. Like there's so many times where you play a silent protagonist where this is a game that is character focused and you know, like Drake is, he's snappy, he's suave, he's silly, he's, you know, a little bit rude and his relationships with the characters that you come across when people show up in the other games, you get excited. Right. Um, you played the last of us. Yes. Okay. Unchart the Uncharted series as a whole, I would say, is on par with The Last of Us in terms right. of epicness. Like when you play especially Uncharted two and three, there are times in that game where like you'll be climbing up you're in the water and you're climbing up the side of a ship and the camera's so close to what you're doing that you're just like doo doo doo, just climb a ship, la la la. And then they pan back as you're still traversing the side of the ship and onto the, some wreckage and whatever, and you pan back and you see just how large of a scale of the right. level that you're dealing with at that moment. The idea that you're still that little thing on screen moving across the, the ship, it is mind-blowing. It's yeah. awesome. You have to play these games. And th- I'd be shocked if they're, they're not bringing a collection to PS4. I would. That's what I would like to see, yeah. definitely. I, I, I'm, with this being Uncharted 4, I, they, they would have... They, want to bring since so many people now have a playstation for the first time they're yeah. gonna want to bring them forward yeah because that's the thing this is the reason i'm unfamiliar with this series is like i was signed to my 360 and i skipped the playstation 3 yeah so. i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if once they finished last of us they took some of that team and yeah. had them start i wouldn't be surprised like if that. that's like an e3 announcement like play yeah. it in august right because okay. supposedly this is a 2015 game mm-hmm. we'll see hmm. we'll see uh then they went into uh the show 2015 uh, which is Sony's baseball game. Uh, you're going to carry your progress f- forever. So now the show 2016, 17, 18, you'll be able to take that character that you made and transfer all the way through. PS4, PS3, Vita, March 31st. Hmm. Same studio, which was Sony San Diego. Um, a couple months ago, they announced a uh, like an IP got leaked. like, um, And it was for Killstrain. So we've been wondering what, what this game is. Oh, and yeah. so they had a very awkward man come out who was trying to get the crowd going in an awkward way. <laughs> they didn't show any footage, but he described it, and I've read a little bit more about it. Um, it's kind of like um, a MOBA-ish, like, top-down shooter merged together. So it's a human versus mutant game, and it's a 5v2v5 setting. Oh, now I remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as the the game goes along if you die you become a mutant so your 5v2 v5 can turn into 5v3 v4 and then 3v5 v4 so it's constantly (laughs) changing around there's an alpha sign up now on their website which i think just if you go to like just search for kill strain it's a free and it's free to play and he's stressing that it's not pay to win okay so you're not they're they're trying to stress that even though it's free you're not going to have to dump money in this to be good at it yeah uh, it's a PS4 exclusive. Uh, there's a new God of War coming, which they didn't announce during the show. They announced after. It's like, oh yeah, we're working on a new God of War. Just now, so rumor is, and I hope these rumors are true, that they truly stay away from Kratos, and they focus on a different mythological God of War. Start mm. the story with with someone new. You know, tell someone else's story. But then at the, at the end of three, kind of left things unanswered in a way. Did anybody play Ascension? I did. How was it? 
I liked it. I like God of War games. It's, I like them so too. do I. I don't like prequels, but I like playing God of War, so it was fine. Hmm. It I was, want I want someone new. I think I think if any a time now would be the time to do it. Makes sense. It's time. Uh huh. Yeah. I can give me like the new crow, and just. Passing. Well, exactly. I mean, you have so many different sets of mythologies, so there's but so I many mean, different gods of wars out there. But then, how much of an outcry is there going to be for people that want like the chain blades back? And like, oh, you could have a new weapon with yeah. the same kind of, you know, same it could account. work. I, I would be fine with either. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll I see. Hear you I mean, that's somebody new. That's still very early. Uh-huh. I mean, they're they're probably just starting it. It sounds like they're just starting it. So we're a couple of years out. Ares! God, I love those games. They're so good. They showed uh, Super Time Force Ultra, and I've talked about that game back when it was an Xbox exclusive. What's cool about it is they have Shuhei Yoshida, <laughs> one of the Sony executives who everybody's in love with. Uh-huh. And he uses as, his as cell phone. A, as a character, and he uses weaponized tweets as his thing. <laughs> See, I don't think that's enough to make me... No, I don't. I, I mean, I enjoyed that game, but I'm not going to get it again. But I thought they were for... going to announce more than just the one. No. It was a cool game, so I mean, if it's coming to PlayStation now, so when it when it comes, if you haven't played it already, definitely give it a shot. It was fun. Uh, David Jaffe showing Drawn to Death. Yeah. Now, the, you are the first person that jumped into mind, Steve. When oh yeah, that game popped up. I'm all over it. I'm all over it. It so, looks like your notebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, so David Jaffe created Twisted Metal and God of War. Uh, it's a four-player versus game. Uh, so everybody for everybody for themselves. It takes place in a high schooler's notebook. Um, it's in pre-alpha. You could sign up for early access at their website. I mean, it w- it looks different than anything I've ever seen. Uh, you know, everything's drawn black and white. It looked a little um, bit like Bad World. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything's drawn in black and white, and you're like, you look at the ceiling, and it's the other page with all his notes on it. Mm-hmm. And then when f- you use your weapon, then color comes into the world. So it looks like, yeah. you know, your drawings come to life. And there's um, there's situational stuff where the kid will actually be interacting with the notebook. Like he'll be drawing new things or he'll be putting the book like back inside of his backpack. So the arm comes down and like breaks the fourth wall and you can climb onto his arm <laughs> to get like bonus multiplier points for shooting from that perspective. Oh, you are going to be all over that game. The <laughs> art style alone is enough. Like Rob right. said, I mean, he knows this without even having seen my junior high and high school notebooks. I have spiral notebooks still in my closet in my house. Every I have more artwork than schoolwork in those <laughs> pages. So this is like a dream come true for me. Remind me a little bit of the uh, Freddy, uh, the dream child. The oh, fifth God, one. help me, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did they talk about? Uh, briefly brought up Persona, uh, Persona 5. Yeah, Just like confirmed it's coming to North America in 2015. People uh, were pissed that they didn't have more on that. You want to talk about pissed? Let's talk about Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's talk about that. Uh, I'm not a Final Fantasy player. Never really played one. Um, this and is I the know one, that Final Fantasy VII is like the holy it grail is. for you guys. It's the one. So I saw the logo and I was like, are they actually going to do an <laughs> HD remaster? Which and is pretty like, much what everybody thought yeah. when they saw the logo. I mean, I was mm-hmm. following along on Twitter at, at, at that point, and everyone was like, oh my, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, they're just yeah. the worst. There are some yep. amazing GIFs out there. <laughs> Absolutely amazing, like, audience reaction GIFs from that. And this Kotaku, is... I think, were running their own contest where you can Photoshop in. Like, they said, basically say, you've got two screens and a man in front of them. Yeah. And then there's Final Fantasy VII on one and put something in on this other one. This is what happened with me. I'm watching this live 
And well, I, you were you were live tweeting it. Oh, I was, and I believed. I believed a hundred and ten percent that this was happening because they've been promising us this for years. So what I pictured in my head was Square Enix just like walking slowly towards me with like this, you know, big orchestral music playing with open arms. And they're about to give me a big hug and they're going to deliver on their promise to give us that HD. And then when they put their arms out, it just comes around and socks me right in the junk <laughs> with a big yeah. fat fist. And and the little guy from the hangover laughing in your face. Holy That's shit, I though. Like that crowd, like everybody was Raw! Yeah. And then the next time that they came to the crowd, everybody was just grumpy cat yeah. everywhere so we're getting a pc the, the pc port yeah. in 2015 yeah it's still i'm still excited I, i'm excited, to I'm excited too I, I don't mind i this made me laugh so hard it's not even funny like i can't even get mad about it because i'm not even expecting it anymore so i don't care i laughed my ass off the only thing that pisses me off is that there are rumors that they're doing hd versions of Final Fantasy X. Yes. And, just, and next 2 It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It's like... Mm. I know that 7 is the big one for you guys, so why they're avoiding it, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, so then we got a trio of Tim Schafer Double Vine games. Uh, so Broken Age 1 and 2. Uh, episode 1 is out on PC now. 2 mm-hmm. is coming early next year. Two, when 2 is released, it will be released in tandem together on the PS4. Grim Fandango has a January 27th release date. And Day of the Tentacle is also getting remastered, which people were like flipping their lid about. That that's like one of those Holy Grail games right yeah. there. <laughs> uh, all those games are coming to uh, any of them. PS4 and Vita. Grim Fandango is like I I, I was excited about playing Broken Age. I was actually going to play it on my PC, but now I'm going to just play it on my PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wadham got announced, so they didn't show very much of this game. It's uh, made by the creator of Katamara. Darcy, Ken- Kenamar Damacy, yeah, Darcy, and <laughs> I, you know, I can't read my own handwriting. Oh, there is an I in there. All there's right. an M, Damacy, Damacy, Damacy. Uh, not according to my handwriting, there's not. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, it, it, they showed this green cubed mare, and it was him overseeing a city. But all they really showed was the guy walking. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. But supposedly it's going to be very crazy. I hope so. I, I hope I, it's I, a lot better than Newbie Newbie Boy. <laughs> it was awful. I'm sorry. I don't know what that was. That that had to have been an experiment of some sort. I that was not a game. never figured out how to play it, and I really tried. No, I goodness. really tried. No worries. Uh, Yakuza Five is coming. Um, what Sony did was they created a list of like, what would you guys like to see on your PS4 or Vita? Uh-huh. And uh, X, X, I'm sorry, PS3 or Vita. And this topped the list uh, when Sony sent this list out. So they're like, okay, like we'll work on that. Uh-huh. And so that is coming in 2015, and then Yakuza 4 and Yakuza Dead Souls are on PSN right now. Have you ever played any? No. Because they, they released one of them for, was it the PS2 when that came out? I have a PS2. I'm not sure. Hmm. I've never played any of the Yakuza games. Man, they are odd. They are very odd. Are they odd good? Uh <sighs> Are they that special mm. kind of odd where you can't quite decide if they're good or not? They are. They, are they odd okay. enough to go back and play? Uh, no, I think I think you could skip a couple of them. I mean, it's it's honestly it's you know walking around, buying different special moves, fighting people, then going to like hostess clubs and charming girls, and <laughs> then fighting people. Then you know. So it's it's Grand Theft Auto. 
<laughs> no. How would you no. feel about a an um an HD remake of Shenmue? Don't oh, God, about, Steve, let's not talk about that. Everybody wants Shenmue, that. Shenmue three was like in the comments section the whole time. <laughs> That's what everybody wants, and uh-huh. everyone was saying like, "This isn't Shenmue." Uh-huh. I haven't played that, and I know everybody wants it. Uh-huh. Imagine the like the the little uh, bubble pop machines when you get oh, the, the capsule the, machines. The little capsule machines. Yep. Like how many of those you could upload to a new version of that game? Between the capsule machines and the pachinko, oh, I played those nonstop. I loved the original. I don't remember the second one very much, but the, the first one was, one was so good. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun playing that game. That was a reason to own a Dreamcast. Yeah, they were. That was supposed to be twelve parts. <laughs> really? Yes. So we got two of them. Yeah. Is there a Shen? There is no Shenmue three. No, 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 no. Damn. No, that's the joke. <laughs> so right along with Half-Life 3 moving on with jokes uh, so Adam Boyes was out and speaking of him just having awful jokes all the time but I feel bad because he tries so hard it's the best thing he has to do it on purpose at this point so he's like let's talk about Street Fighter and everyone's been oh, like yeah. they had that leak about Street Fighter 5 and then they show Ultra Street Fighter 4 <laughs> or um, and is it Ultra? yeah it is Ultra Ultra Street Fighter 4 and he's like, it's coming to console debut on the PS4 early in the spring. And he's like, what? You thought we were going to talk about something else? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> and so uh, later on, they did talk about Street Fighter V and it being a lifetime exclusive for the PC and the PS4 because they're going to speak to each other, which Microsoft does not allow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you have a PS4 and you jump on, chances are that you could be playing people that are on the PC. Okay. Cool. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's huge. Forget about it. That is absolutely huge. And of course, there was an outrage in the chat rooms at that point because people are pissed that news sites and and other people are not drawing the comparisons to when Microsoft announced Tomb Raider mm-hmm. as an exclusive. And you know, yeah, that's a timed exclusive, but still, they're they're saying like, hey, it's you know not fair for for other consumers that have this other system. They should be able to play that game also. Right. I'm a little disappointed that it looks exactly like Ultimate Street Fighter Four. That Street Fighter Five does not look very different. Um, artistically, it looks exactly the same. And I just that is a series that is due for yet another. I know there's been many iterations. I don't know what you could do with exactly. it. That that's the thing. You can't. But no matter what they do, it, it doesn't matter. They could make the same thing. It's still going to have so, legs. People, after four years, people are still playing. Yeah, but you know. like, and now tell us that there's going to be some new fighters. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure there, will, there be. will be, yeah. Well, then I want to... Well, no, they, they're they're going to spread out the announcements. They just did this because of the leak. That's my guess. They were going to most likely wait. Yeah, this this yeah. seemed like an, an E3 thing. Or, I mean, they, they could have been waiting it here and it could have just leaked a week early if they really wanted all the attention. Yeah. I mean, the thing with this is that Sony's helping develop the game mm-hmm. where Microsoft is publishing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Sony, it's, it seems like Sony's having a hand in the development. Either way, if you if you ask me, it sucks. It sucks for people on you know who want to play that game. I have, a, I have a friend in Florida who is huge into fighting games and he has an Xbox One. And so I sent him the news and he was like, this is the worst 
but maybe I'll get lucky and they'll and they'll have Ultra Street Fighter 4. I'm like, sorry, that's coming to PlayStation 2. <laughs> it's like, well, now I got to go buy a PlayStation. And wasn't that the one that was deciding on what to buy and you kept telling him to buy a PlayStation? It's a, it's a worse story than that. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a much worse story. Okay. We'll, we'll get into that one another time. I've found that a couple of people that have asked me what to get that they've gone and done the exact opposite. <laughs> that's fine. Don't take it No, it's all line. good. Mm-hmm. Shovel Knight's coming to PS4 and Vita. With... And Kratos is in there mm-hmm. as a boss. You know, I, I I will play through that again. The game is great. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to play it. I'm I, super excited. This is what I've been waiting it. for. Yeah. Oh, you, you didn't play it? No, I don't oh. have the 3DS. Yeah. Oh, and it's, it's on the Wii, but I, I I knew... They had said, like, we're coming out their consoles, so I wanted to wait and see if they're going to come to PlayStation. Shovel Knight! It looks <laughs> so beautiful on a big screen, mm-hmm. and I am super psyched. Uh, Killing Floor 2 yes. is making its console debut. Shockingly, Steve's into it. I had a feeling. Here's he would the thing: uh, when I when when we went to uh, New York City Comic Con, on the the um, they call it the the alley or something like that. Um, the strip. It's a it's a part of the showroom floor that's off to the side. Um, it was a restricted viewing booth. Like it was all cordoned off, and you had to stand in line. You had to have your ID out. You had to be 18 to go into this you know blocked off thing to see this game. I didn't have time to go in and check it out, but I was like, what in the hell could possibly be going on in there that like, have we hit another point where there's a game that might not be able to come out because it's just that violent. It's gory as all hell. It is. I want to play it. <laughs> I do. I want to play it. So we get in one and two. Rob downloaded already. It came out December 9th. <laughs> Vita's coming. Vita to follow. You downloaded onto what? Uh, PS3. Oh, wow. Okay. PS3. It was six bucks. Sweep it into my probably third favorite RPG of all time. I just remember that I still don't have any PS3 controllers. Shit. You can use your PS4. Can I? Yes. No way. You can plug it in with the cable. Get out. Mm-hmm. True story. Can I then unplug it and use it wirelessly? No. no. It has to be plugged in. Mm. Oh, that's still, you know what? That's still good to know in case there's something that I need to play on the PS3. Awesome. They announced Fat Princess Adventures, which is a four-player co-op game. No date given. Sweet. No. I'd say I'd never played Fat Princess. I played it. It was fun. Uh, My favorite announcement of the show is that they're bringing uh, Supergiant's bringing Bastion to PS4 and Vita. I am so happy for you guys. Yes, I'm excited about that. So happy. It's not even funny. I I watched some... They had a trailer for it, and I watched it, and I was so excited of what uh, what I was seeing. Does it have extra content? No. I don't think so. They haven't announced any of that, but it does have cross play so the vita version and the ps4 version will speak to each other you could pick it up on the go i don't they didn't say if it was cross by yet but definitely 2015 uh, i have that on my 360 like when it came out on the 360 and then when it eventually came to steam um they added a whole bunch of the portal like turrets to the game as kind of like a little exclusive nod mm-hmm. so i wouldn't be surprised if they did something you know Okay. Just just exclusive to PlayStation stuff. Uh, okay, now we have like the Vita, the Vita hour. Uh, so this to me, the show is about saving the Vita. So in in, in addition to all the games I already announced uh, that were coming to Vita, Towerfall's coming to Vita, Octodad, The Banner Saga, Resident Evil Revelations Two, uh, Super Time Force, Severed, and I mean the games that I mentioned before. Some of them were. Uh, um, uh, all those Tim Schafer games, uh, Yakuza, Shovel Knight, um, 
that I, I mentioned super time for us uh, and uh, severed, which I, uh, I mentioned um, was the guys who did guacamole mm-hmm. and that looks like a crazy game. Uh, they're all coming this year to the Vita. So, I mean, really they, it seemed like they were like, Hey, you guys really like PlayStation. You probably all have been, uh, all own Vitas. Here's some games for you. Well, I'm, I'm glad that they did that because they need to support that system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cross buy stuff and like the little indie stuff is the perfect place for, for Absolutely. that. Uh, I was also super excited about Gang Beasts. That's what you were thinking of with the little okay. clay figures. <laughs> yes, you showed me a little clip of this earlier. And I it definitely wait. looks like the kind of thing we will be shouting at each other. That That's will fine. be our new tower fall. Yeah, yeah. absolutely will. Nice. Hands down. I can't wait to pick Justin up and throw him into a meat grinder. Oh, I can't wait to throw you up. <laughs> I want to bring, I'm going to bring <laughs> one night before we record, I'm going to bring over my Dreamcast. We're all going to play Power, Power Stone. Power Stone. <laughs> yes. You want to talk about a Screamer. Holy <laughs> shit, that game gets mean. It's so good. Uh-huh. Uh, they showed this game called The Forests, which is a cool. survival game against cannibals after a plane crash, and good God, was it pretty looking. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's on the PC. Um, it, it's another one of those games that are, you know, kind of in a, like open beta-ish. Yeah. I, I don't know if they've they've completed that yet. But still, weird, very weird. Uh, Orcs Must Die Unchained. Yes. I played that at PAX last year. That, was was, that game looks cool. Except I, I, I was playing on the PC, and I could not understand the PC controls. The kid telling me what to do was like 15 years old. I was, like, how do you, I, I was just I'm like, how do you even have a job here? He literally looked 14. Uh-huh. And I was just, I was awful at it, but was, it, it seems like a good amount of fun. His dad uh, was probably a developer on the game. Probably. Um, they showed some more Until Dawn. Uh, they showed Darkest Dungeon, uh, which I saw at PAX last year as well. Mm-hmm. It's this side-scrolling 2D roguelike with RPG elements. Uh-huh. Uh, it deals with the psychological stresses of adventuring. It's got a wild-looking art style to it. I'm super stoked for that. That's cool. Um, what Remains of Edith Finch uh, from the guys who made the Unfinished Swan? Uh, it's... God, they haven't. They're like hinting that it's a horror game, mm-hmm. but it's a collection of short stories about a cursed family in Washington. I think it beautiful. Yeah, and um, I trust in anything that the, they'll put out there because Unfinished yeah. Swan was beautiful, beautiful game. Uh, Sky Torn, which is from the guy who did Towerfall. Uh, it's this procedurally generated exploration adventure game where you have a shovel and I think a sword. And you're digging your way through the level to like, you're like, oh, I, I want to see what's down here or here. And it kind of looks like Hyperlight Drifter in a way, like that art style. Uh-huh. Um, I thought it was like one of the cooler looking games of the show. Uh, Enter the Gungeon. I love that name. That name is so perfect. That is a, that is a perfect name. So uh, a top-down gun-based dungeon crawler. Uh-huh. Uh, so you open up a chest and it's like, I got a new gun. And this gun shoots rainbows or bees, <laughs> or foam darts, or water bubbles, or like every gun does something different. Uh-huh. Uh, I th- good. I think it's it's perfect. People are going to fall in love with that game, it looks I, like. That was super exciting. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing, I mean, and they showed this both at the Game Awards and at uh, the PSX was No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Which could be the greatest game ever. Or the, biggest... the worst game ever. Like I, I don't know where it's gonna go. I'm so okay. excited, but so afraid. I was about to say, are you not scared at this I'm point? Scared to death that this game's gonna be bad because I have such high hopes for it. Well, 
See, that's the thing. What do you have it built up as in your head? I don't, like that's the thing is it's to me it's a blank slate. Like I I I I'm just picturing flying around planets. Like I know that there's combat in the game because they said it. They haven't really shown it that much. But honestly, I'm fine with just flying around the planets. Like as long as it's as big as they say it is, and I have no reason to doubt what they're saying because they showed a trailer like this is how big the world is. This is how big this universe is. I honestly would be fine with like being excited that I saw another human and being like, should I fight him or should I fly away? Like that would be cool. Like that, that's all I want from this game. Like I'm not looking for something that's going to be like an MMO type thing. Like I, I, I'm fine with just having my spaceship and going around and, you know, being like, there's a trophy for finding this hidden element on this planet. And I'm going to go look for this, this thing in this universe. Like that would be fine to me. So if it's just to fly around and explore, that that's that's it. That that's oh all God. you care if they, about. Honestly, if that thing comes out with the Oculus, with we we will never see Justin again. Oh, he I will throw up. That would make me throw up. I feel like he would just stop eating, and we'd go around and find his withered corpse. I could probably couch. stand to use the to lose the weight, <laughs> but honestly, like there's there has not been a game that I felt like this about mm-hmm. maybe ever because. I'm so excited to play it, but I'm so scared for it to come out and not be good. Right. Like Evolve. Uh-huh. That you were super, super, super this excited blue, about. The, this has been, since the second I saw, uh, saw this, this has been at like the top of my list. I just didn't know where we were at with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they showed No Man's Sky, everything about it, I just wanted. It's, it's uh-huh. very you. The same way as that, that drawer, that notebook one earlier, <laughs> everyone was like, oh, that's Steve. Uh-huh. This see, one is, oh, that's Justin. See, that's the thing though. It's, it's that, Everyone is psyched for the game, but no one knows what it is. Right. And that's, that's, I, th- I think at this point, for them not to have said what you're doing, it's, it's almost going to hurt the game. It's unnerving in a way. It's yeah. scaring me. Yeah. Like, do you have any? I, it's funny that you, that you mentioned that because I, I felt the same way. Like, I thought the presentation was beautiful and having the band play as the trailer you know, was doing its thing and, and kind of roaming around. Um, I love the passion behind it. But at the same time, I'm watching the game. And they're like, this is, you know, in real time. This is really happening as you're watching this. And you, it looks so fluid and it looks so beautiful and everything. But all I've seen is the, you know, piloting and exiting of a ship and walking around. And I've seen really cool beasts and aliens and landscapes and stuff. And, you know, discovered by so-and-so, and that's cool, but, like, how much content is this game going to have that, with so many people playing it, that there's going to be stuff left for me to discover? Well, you're going to, when you start the game, you're going to be in your own universe, and you're going to okay. discover everything. You start at the fringes of the universe, and everybody starts working their way inward. I forget the number that they used, but they said to visit every planet in the in this game that they're building would take something like a million years. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like there are some people, like Justin was just saying, there are some people that will be flying around that might not see another person. It's going to, they said seeing another human will be like an event. Wow. I'm Uh not sure I can play that game. That's, that's, that's awesome. But they, they did the math. Awesome. They said like if you visited a planet like every minute or so, I forget, I forget what the exact number they used. They said it was something like a million years. Like see, to to visit and see everything oh in God. that game. My OCD like, need to complete levels mm-hmm. would 
not allow me to play this like, game. I think what I'm what I'm imagining is this: like you're 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 piloting your ship, you touch down on a planet, and you know your initial things that are walking around your brachiosaurus-looking monsters and whatever. But eventually, walking around, you'll find like a, a cave, and you'll venture into the cave, and there'll be all these things that you can discover inside the cave. But in order to do that. You need to traverse that cave and get deeper into it. That's where I want to see, like, what are the gameplay modes? Am I going to be defending myself against stuff? Is there any kind of HUD? Like, what's going on? I don't know. I guess we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Is this a new type of game that we've never we'll seen see. before? Who knows? So much mystery. Exactly. And that that's the crazy part. Like, so this game had had and has so much love for it. And I'll, I'll end it on this note. Um, that... As the whole PlayStation experience was going on, that Saturday night they had an event for No Man's Sky. A night under No Man's Sky. Correct. Now, a lot of people assumed that it was going to be, you know, an hour of them talking about the game and maybe showing some new gameplay and stuff like that. But what it really was was um, it was a concert, and it was the band that's doing the soundtrack to the game. Sixty-five days of static. Just sitting and playing songs from the game as the same trailer was rolling over and over again. There were about 15,000 people in that chat room at the time, and it turned from one of the most amazing things to when people finally realized what this was to 45 minutes of people shitting all over everything that this game can be oh god so is the the, worst. it is it is and i swear by the end of the concert like i said fifteen thousand people there were about six thousand people left oh my god wow I, I felt so bad for them felt so bad and it sucks because once the people get into that mob mentality then then they're you know making fun of the band and uh, i thought know. they were pretty good it was I, the first time the i was soundtrack's gonna be Crazy. Reminded me of explosions in the very, sky. Very, very trippy, yeah. I'm excited for the game. I'm looking forward to what it's going to be. I don't care if it's just flying around because I could fly around anything and be happy. Me too. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys. That was a nice long show. We had a lot to talk about. Thank you for listening. Um, and also, just check out the rest of the talking products that we have. We have the Talking Comics podcast, Talking Valiant, Talking Movies. We have the Misfits. You could find all those at talkingcomicbooks.com. You could also email us at talkingcomicspc at gmail.com. There you go. Still getting used to it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you could jump on Twitter. You could find us at talking underscore, uh, at talking underscore comics. I can't say underscore. Games. Talking underscore games. games. Thank you. That's all right. I did it too. Everybody's Everybody can do, do it once. I, I don't even bother. Didn't even do this when I hosted. And then personal, <laughs> you can find me at Dust1020. Justin? I'm at Joroke, J-O-R-O-A-K. I'm at dead underscore anchorus on Twitter. I'm at Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-U-I. And that's all we have for you tonight. Thank you. <laughs>